0: Yata, hello, it's Alison here from Sanctuary and we're a church on Peak Warren country in southwest Victoria. Today, to mark Nadoc week, I'm just going to do a provocative retelling of 2 Kings chapter 17. So let's begin. Once upon a time there was a cruel colonial empire formed in the image of its gods. Its navy patrolled the seven seas Its armies marched through foreign lands. Its merchants controlled entire regions through trade monopolies and taxes. The empire traded in slaves and spices, sapphires and silks. It grew rich on stolen people and stolen wealth, stolen land. Gradually it covered the globe and one day it reached a strange new land where mammals hop and giant birds run and bright birds screech and stones hum. There the king's envoys established a colony. They waded on shore and planted a scrap of flag and claimed the land for their own. Then they killed many locals with bullets and smallpox, others they enslaved or drove away. They established outposts at ports around the coastline, and they sent armed men through the hinterlands who killed songmen and farmers and fisherfolk. They flattened villages and destroyed food stores. They seized women and stole goods. They rounded up survivors and placed them on this mish or that, and they put them to hard labour. The forced diaspora scrambled kinship networks. It muddied marriage lines and its silence language, compelling all peoples to learn the language of empire. And children were separated from their mothers, further disrupting kin and culture. Meanwhile, the king emptied his prisons at home and shipped inmates to this land. He sent people from Cornwall, from Ireland, from Wales, He invited settlers from Germany and the Netherlands, and he placed these people all over, on Peekwurrung country and Jagoodwurrung country and Wurundjeri country. He sent Germans to the lands of the Gadjuri and Watjabaluk. Everywhere they went, the people took possession of the land, and they settled it. When they first settled there, they did not worship the spirit of the land, Therefore, the spirit of the land sent poisonous snakes among them, which killed some of them. So the king was told, The nations that you've carried away and placed in Peekwarran country and Watjabalak country and every other country do not know the law of the God of the land. Therefore, he sent snakes among them, and the snakes are killing them because they do not know the law of the God of the land. Well, then the king commanded, Send there one of the elders whom you carried away from there. Let him go and live there. Let him teach them the law of the God of the land. So one of the elders whom they carried away came and lived in Bethel, which means the house of God. And he taught them how they should worship the spirit of the land. He told them stories of the deep love between the Earth Mother and the Sky Father and how this love gave birth to all life, all landscape. He taught them how the humans were the last of the creatures to be made and how they are intimately connected with all creation, with the land, the animals, the rocks and the stars. He taught them how their bodies are made from earth and returned to earth even as their spirit lives on. He taught how the land is a living gift to be taken care of in loving relationship. He taught them the way not of buying and selling, not even of giving and taking, but of sharing. A way where everyone has what they need because nobody takes too much. He set out the extended kinship networks and the responsibilities of all peoples to children. He taught them limitations on violence. He taught them the web of shalom. He taught them the reality of love. He sang songs which told of how we live in love's presence, that it cannot be earned or grabbed or taken or stolen, that it fills us and surrounds us and guides us and heals us, that everyone can dwell in love. Well, the elder taught these things and more in simple words, using stories he told to children. And some of them sounded a bit like stories the newcomers had brought with them, which were written down in a leather-bound book. Well, the newcomers, they paid lip service to the spirit of the land, but they continued to serve their self-made gods. The gods of money and acquisition, the spirit of domination, the spirit of violence, the spirit of lovelessness and sin. They didn't understand the law of the land, and they didn't understand their own leather book. They didn't understand how their self-made gods were incompatible with both. For we cannot simultaneously hoard and share or tend and destroy. We cannot dwell in love when our actions spew out hate. To this day, the newcomers continue to practice their former customs. They constantly shout, Lord, Lord, and invoke their leather-bound book while taking too much, and ignoring love and harming the earth and serving their self-made gods. There's no justice, and there's no shalom, and the land, it weeps and groans. This is a sad story, a lonely story, a story of rupture and fracture. But it's just the middle of the story. This story is still unfolding and it isn't over yet. We're dancing on the page. We're living the next chapter and we're finding the words as we go. So, as for what happens next, who knows? It all depends on how we choose to live the rest of our common story. And so, I wonder what signs of hope do you see? What signs of hope do you see? I wonder, what is one thing that you have learned from the land? What is something that you've learned from the land? And I wonder, where is the Spirit leading you now? The teachings were summarised from The Dreaming Path, Indigenous Thinking to Change Your Life, written by Paul Callaghan with Uncle Paul Gordon. And that's published by Pantera Books this year, 2022. There's always more to read on our website, that's sanctuarybaptist.org. And Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. If you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal. And you'll find the details for this on the website. This recording was made on the lands of the Peekwurrung people of the Eastern Mar Nation, a land taken by force and never ceded, a land threaded by rivers and bounded by the sea. I pay my respects to elders past and present, who have been calling this land into health over millennia. The peace of the land be with us all. Amen.